Hello there and welcome back to Media Memoirs. I am Mr. Monday and joining me as always is JMO, Nazara Nation and Invader Sam. Howdy folks. Howdy. Hello. Good day. Good day. Good day to you all. How are we all up to? What have we all been doing? Well, I think I'm up to almost 2008 emo Ben hair. Yeah. I tell you what, mate, me yeah. fucking too. Me fucking too. I'll yeah. meet, meet you at the farm here. Get gonna start fucking rocking out soon. I'm... Oh man, I've got lot. My hair's grown as well. I've had to get <laughs> Mrs. G to give me a few haircuts, and it keeps growing back really quickly. <laughs> I look like I've got mullet at the moment. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> God. I can't. I can't even say I need a haircut without Will just looking at me like, really? You need a haircut? <laughs> you want to go? Yeah. You see me? <laughs> Oh man, it's uh, and it's still about a month, about over a month like to go until six, six or seven weeks isn't until it? we can get a haircut. Eight, twelve, I think. Sick. If we did a team photo, we'd all look like we're we're part of Bon Jovi or something. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, the old hair. That I tell you, it's getting very annoying. It really I'm is. I'm contemplating just shaving it all off because <laughs> in like in like six or seven weeks, when they all open again, they've all grown back. Yeah. <laughs> I just Plus, go back to my old uh, year seven high school uh, hair, hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> At least if you shave it off, and then when it grows, you've actually beaten the queues because everybody has booked their their haircut for literally the week that everyone's been given a date that everything opens up. Yeah. So there's going to be queues outside. So if you shave your head now, it means that you can jump the queues and get your haircut after everybody's had their hair done. See? Reverse psychology. Uh, well, as a public figure, I uh, I can't change my appearance that radically without my fans getting upset. So, uh... <laughs> I had a balaclava on the other day in one of your videos. Yeah. Nobody seen you. I was quite intimidated. Well, yeah. If I came up yeah. to you in the street, would you would you give me your wallet, you think? If I... Uh, yeah. If... <laughs> yeah. With nothing in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. That was a fun. That was a fun one. Yeah, that was funny. Ah, uh, yeah, you can uh, subscribe to. <laughs> oh my god! Here we go. No, 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 just kidding. But do follow us on Twitter at Frost Media UK. Is that what the uh, handle is? You should follow us on Twitter. Yeah, and we also have Discord. And a Discord, which. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yep, it's uh, Frost Media. You obviously need the link to that, which will be somewhere on our profile. I'll pin it when this episode comes out, so that you can see, and join our lovely little community. We discuss many things. Yes. There's a lot of Lego chat going on in there. Yes. You'll notice, yeah. yeah, loads of Lego stuff. You know, Mr. Monday fan club. <laughs> <sighs> Not self-indulgent at all, is it? No, no. I didn't set it up. Where's the JMO fan club? <clears throat> it doesn't happen. There is no JMO fan club. <laughs> I'm more interested in that. <laughs> I I think we should just add more to the what stickiness are you page yeah, yeah no one's asked that yeah. yet how sticky are you yeah. guys today yeah jamo i'm interested to see what sort of level you are today uh, i'm on a i have you see that's yeah. good i'm on a i was on an excitement of sticky but since the <clears throat> earlier football match between crystal palace and fulham i am now on a yeah it was you've dried up dried up, up. Sticky. yeah okay then yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a it. shame. I was getting a bit. I was getting into that. Yeah, yeah. 
course, yeah. But now I might be <laughs> on an excited sticky level as if the podcast goes good. So, well, yes. we'll yeah. see, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> There we go. We can change. What's everyone else's sticky, uh, sticky <laughs> stickiness at the moment? I am actually quite sticky, like genuinely, just because I've literally just come in like from playing football with the dog in the garden. So I'm a bit. Have I'm you a gone bit a bit sweaty. fucking what? mad, mate? Like yeah. <laughs> playing football with the dog. Yeah, he he loves it. He's just, like, he's just like running around like an absolute maniac. So what you mean is you're kicking a ball around and he's chasing it, not yeah, exactly. that he's like interacting with you. Well, no, no, no. He was in goal. <laughs> he was in goal. <laughs> you really want to ask someone if they're going mad you yeah. mr cabin yes. fever over there i mean just sometimes i just wonder you know <laughs> if it's um, all worth what's it all about us too, <laughs> us too. we wonder about you <laughs> this 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 youtube channel is is the only thing keeping me going <laughs> honestly <laughs> To be fair, it's the only thing that keeps me going some days watching some of that crash. That's the ticket, J Mo. That's the ticket. That's yeah. the ticket. Oh. Hmm. I did have a I did I did I did sort of have a good five minutes just really just like cackling away at chicken sausages and beans. Yeah. Like oh the first time I watched I think that, the funny was... part about it is because I wasn't expecting it, it really yeah. got me. It was like genuinely getting me every time I pulled one out, like <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway uh. okay well welcome to media memoirs this is the show where we talk about our movies music and games of the month and sometimes television shows uh yes this is it you're in it you're in the memoirs you're part of our memoirs now traversing the reaches of space and time four explorers brought together in their search for a unique and precious element the four explorers were jubilant. They had finally found what they were looking for. You can tell I've starved we each are for social interaction, can't you, when we get together like this? Talk to me, please. <laughs> Ben's fucking out there playing no. football with a dog. He's gone yeah. so insane. <laughs> Don't worry, Ben thinks he's talking to a dog now on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm just going... <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. We've done it. We've broken him already. (laughs) I just imagined you just telling your dad, I've just got to go inside. (laughs) Me and the dots. (laughs) We're doing a podcast. (laughs) And welcome, everybody, to Foss Media's Dogcast. You're a professional podcast. (laughs) Okay, so, all right, so Sam's going first this week. Crazily, Whoa. what? 
She's so prepared. She's got a post-it note. Yeah. She is like the most prepared out of all of us. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess. Yep. Go post-it note. <laughs> My problem is like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't have enough to say about things. I'm just like, yeah, it's great. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> We'd like to know what is great. Yeah, we can, we can, we can, pop, okay. we can pop in there. Let me see all these things I have on my list. We've been mainly watching movies lately, but I think I'm first going to talk about my newfound addiction. <laughs> um, when Pocket Camp, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, first came out, mm. I I played it for just a little bit, and then um, I kept seeing things on Reddit about how it's so much better than uh, New Horizons. So I went and found it on my phone, and I've had this uh, Pocket Camp account for, like, three years. (laughs) Um, And I've just been, like, playing that nonstop, like, before bed, just um, breaks at work. And I wouldn't say it's better than New Horizons, but it is nice because it's, like, it's just so easy to do everything. It's just a bit different, isn't it? I think... (laughs) It's a bit much. (laughs) The problem with New Horizons is that after a while... You are kind of doing the same gameplay loop again and again, so yeah. I've actually thought about going back to Pocket Camp, actually. Yeah, I like it because um, there's always something to do. I mean, like the whole—I feel like the whole point of the game is to just level up and get more animals, and then you can craft things to get them to come to your campsite. Um, I'm doing like the one-month free trial where you can have a—it's like Happy Helper or something. So you can have a, a like a animal that helps you with your camp, and they complete requests, and they find like items for crafting and things like that. It's only like three dollars a month, but I'm just doing the trial. I played a little bit of the pocket camp. Uh, <laughs> I played. I, I, I think it's really confusing. You have to think it did come out. Yeah, like three, three, four years ago. I think so. It's one of the first yeah. um, Nintendo on, like, when they started doing the mobiles. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I don't like, I mean, you don't have to spend money on the game, but a lot of things that are, like, really cool, you have to have cash yeah. for. Yeah. And you can earn cash by doing things, but then you can also buy it, and um, I'm not about that, but... It's just that good old-fashioned mobile game yeah. strategy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's but, a lot of fun. It's just like a casual thing. it does keep you coming back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it is designed to have you log in every day. Like, you, there are there there will be things that you know, oh, I go on there today, I get my daily reward, I get, I get, you know, I can do this stuff. Yeah. But, so th- they... there's definitely positives to that sort of gameplay, for sure. Mm-hmm. And they have different events that go on. Like, right now, they have a new one that I've been working on. Like, you uh, collect butterflies. It's just, there's just always something going on, always something to do, and it's just a fun game to open when I'm just like on break or just going to bed. Like it's like my nightly routine. I mm. practice, I practice Japanese on Duolingo and play Pocket Camp, like Will knows. <laughs> <laughs> so does um does also does all this stuff like is there anything that transfers over into New Horizons? So say you've got like an item from the shops in it or whatever, can you transfer anything over into it? I don't think so. Like you can link your account to your uh, yeah. Nintendo account, but I don't think it. You do. I you wish do, you could. You can get items. You can. You can. You can. When you do that link, when you when you, I can't remember how I did it now, but when you link up New Horizons with your um, Pocket Camp, you do get. I forget which shop 
Um, I think it's in the uh, shop in the town hall, whatever, I forget what it's the called. The ATM thing? The ATM machine. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. that shop, I think, once you do that, on the far right tab mm-hmm. of the shop, I'm pretty sure then you get you get a bunch of um, stuff that you can order in the thing, like um, you can get the camp sign, um, oh, you can okay. get the uh, slot machines. Um, I haven't even checked that out. I need to look yeah, at Yeah, you should check it out, because <laughs> there's a bunch, of, there is actually a bunch of items that unlock when you do link them, yeah. Huh. Oh, that's really cool. That's good, because yeah. it means that there's a reason to actually play the mobile and then go back to the Switch game. That's really good. Yeah. Well, I like it because there's so many more, like, there's so much furniture, and I feel like in New Horizons, it's like the same furniture in the shop every day. Like, I, there's never anything really new. Yeah. Same with clothes. I probably the have clothes in, like, worst. every, every <laughs> clothing item. Like, that's, that's, like, over half my inventory is clothes, just because I like making outfits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think... There, there, uh... Yeah, I've just, I've just looked it up. There, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of things. There's, uh, like, a fortune cookie cart, a marketplace decoration, uh, an OK Motor sign. There's some OK, like an OK Motor outfit. Well, um, you can get the little ca- you can get the little camper vans as well. Oh really? Yeah. The little yeah. oh that's quite cool. The, yeah, I didn't realise you could figures, get them. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, that is neat. I'm gonna have to look into that later today. Crazy. Someone's shooting. Oh. <laughs> No, you're right, Jamo. You're right, Jamo. You're right, Jamo. I wasn't. I I know. I was thinking you could hear Liam's playing Splatoon 2 in the background. So. Ah, I see. I see. Oh, what else, Sam? Any other games that you might want to talk about? Any other kind of uh, punk, punk? Is that you trying to say? You guys like this game? No, no, no. I just uh, seem to (laughs) come to the natural end of uh, Animal Cross, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. I don't think there's any end to the Animal Crossing. It carries on going, doesn't it? It's it almost like an infinite Although, game. Although, you know, talking about Animal Crossing, New Horizons, you know, they need to make real events and not just these yeah. kind of tall, <laughs> yeah. these, little, these little events. We are now almost back to where the game launched. Yeah, so it's spring so again. Mm-hmm. In the game, are they so... going to just be repeating events now or are we going to get some new shit? Well, we've got the Mario you one know. coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope we don't have to deal with that creepy bunny again. For oh, we will. Oh, no. <laughs> those, those blooming Easter eggs. Wherever oh, you go, God, you try yeah. to unearth the thing and it turns up, you think it's a, um, a, fossil. a fossil underground and it turns into be another bloody Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy the festival event just because you got new emotes, which are really cute, like the little dancing one. Yeah, that was recently. <laughs> I did not get the emotes, which I'm upset about. But I, I did. I did. Him, I must admit. Yeah. Yeah, Ben, you you don't play Animal Crossing anymore. Just. I've played like 300 hours. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out. You're missing I out on the new break. <laughs> <laughs> you never yeah, get a break from from Isabel. That's a holiday. You should be. You'll be on a holiday. <laughs> but when you go back to the island, they'll be going like, Oh, yeah, just where think have about you been? Your poor villagers, yeah. So ben. nice to see you. Yeah. yeah. Your poor villagers. At least villagers. it's not like New Leaf, where if you don't come back for a while, they animals just leave. Go. Yeah, they're just like, bye. God. They just fucking leave. You know what I'm sick of? I'm sick and tired. Sick and tired of getting the villagers that Will doesn't want when mine leave. Like, it's like, it's like (laughs) our islanders leave our islands and then we just keep swapping them. Like Tammy, who is Will's favorite islander. God, I hate Tammy. 
stupid monk. I can't just type Tammy into Google and expect it to know what I'm talking about, can I? Looks like... She's like a... She's a monkey, and she just yeah. looks... She's not a monkey, she's a bear. No, no, mate. No. T-A-M-M-R? Oh, T-A-M-M-R. Yeah. And then the crossing. Yeah, there we go. There, there is monkey, one with a Y. Oh, yeah, a there's, a, there's a... Yeah. Only the, only the, the top creepy. items discussed here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's horrible I spent, looking. I spent so many tickets trying to find one, because one of mine left. And I just, I just want new Islanders, but the ones that I don't want to leave always want to leave. And I spent so many tickets and found a little duck named Weber, and he's adorable. Weber. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I didn't save the game, so then oh, like, I thought cute. it, I thought it saved, but then I can't, I come back and it's like Ava's new home, and I'm like, freaking one of Will's Islanders came to my island again. <laughs> 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 oh man! But, yeah. How did that? How did that happen? Is that because you've gone on each other's island and then all I of a sudden? So. Yeah, yeah, you have a high chance of uh, if you have an empty house that you I don't fill up, that. you have a higher chance right. of getting your friends' villagers than you do of a random villager. Mm. I'm almost to the point of buying some amiibo cards because I have two of the octopus. I have the, the two. I have Marina and Zucker, and I want Octavian so I can have all I've, of that. I've got Octavian. <gasps> He's the best. I love Octavian. I've not seen your island, mate. I do. I, I always. No, wonder. well, I'll have to. I have to show you it one of one of these days. I, I do constantly. Like I lay in bed at night. Yeah. I lay in bed at night wondering what your island looks like, mate. It keeps me up. It keeps me up. What, what, there what, you go. What, 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 what will you be offering me? You know, do you have some some fruits? <laughs> oh, have, you, have you got all the fruits? Have you, mate? Have you got no, them? I I need apples and pears. I've got them, mate. I've got them. I've got them all. Rock on oh. over, mate. <laughs> Actually, no way. I just need pears now. Well, there you go. Wow. Welcome to Pear Town. Nice. <laughs> I have what everything else. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I feel selfish on my island because I always spend my dolls on upgrading my house and I never, I've built one incline and one bridge and I just use a ladder and the stick to get around and I should really just focus on my island, but I'm selfish and I'm like, I want a bigger house. The thing is, the bridges, my, takes, the bridges take so long to build, you yeah. keep on having to give that. Nah, mate, not, like, not, like if, you harvest, uh, not if you harvest three pumpkins from each pumpkin patch every three days. Fucking rolling oh. the bells. Rolling the bells, J-Mo. <laughs> check you out. Are you the... Yeah, check you out, Mr. Millionaire M- <laughs> Money Bell Bags of um, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Them, them pumpkins, they, they, they're worth a pretty penny, let me tell you. Them pumpkins. The, so are you the pumpkin king of your island, then? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, dear. I would like to talk about WandaVision. <gasps> oh yes, <laughs> yes. yeah oh just so as we talk about it we're only on episode four or we've yeah, just I'm finished gonna... episode four yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not going to spoil anything yeah the series hasn't all. even ended yet has it no oh, it's fantastic it's fantastic i i just i was skeptical at first because i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna like this i don't know if i'm ready to open my heart back up to marvel after endgame because that (laughs) shattered me guys i swear to god i was like the biggest marvel fangirl and then after that i was like i'm done i'm done with this franchise get out of here (laughs) it just ripped me to shreds anyway so i was like well maybe we should watch wandavision you know 
And then once we started, we just couldn't stop. Like every episode just ends like, what is going on? We have to see yeah. what's what. Like what? It, it leaves so many unanswered questions and like keeps you hooked. I think it's nice also to see like, you know, her story because I feel like it's always been focused on like the bigger characters, mm, and it's nice to yeah. get to see like a side character, like their backstory and what's going on with them, you know, and the time that it's set in, like the timeline. And I think oh, as well, like she because. It's funny that she has been more of a side character, less so towards Infinity War and Endgame, but she still yeah, was a yeah. side character because Scarlet Witch is one of the most powerful characters in right? Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. she's definitely getting the justice that, she, you know, she's getting the attention that she deserves. And um, I think the show itself, I think, don't, if you haven't seen it yet, stick with it because right, that, that yeah. those first couple of episodes are you know you, they, it takes a while for it to ramp up i'd say sort of end of episode two episode three then you start mm -hmm. to think oh shit okay there is is there is something big going on here so right. i think it definitely it lays the first couple of episodes lay a good groundwork and then it starts to really ramp up like oh okay yeah i i agree i think but then I like the way that they've... I like the the fact the first, like, few episodes, because you don't really know what's going on and why this is right. happening. Why? Yeah. And, so much but speculation. Then, <laughs> yeah, because obviously when I first watch it, and I, this is no spoilers, it is, it is, you know, you as you watch the first episode, you're like, this is very similar to the Truman Show, but done yeah. for, like, yes. TV episodes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But yeah. then... Yeah, and it's just when you start to un when things start to unravel is when you get the full onslaught of what's happened, and it's just there's so many nice things. And I've done this thing of avoiding Twitter the night, the days and nights that <laughs> One Division new episodes are on. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're behind, because no, I, I mean, God. Yeah. But that's nice though, because I've seen people complain about spoilers being leaked, and then we've watched it, and we're like, oh, that's amazing, because there's so many nice surprises in there. So many clever... Um, it's just very clever. And also, you're saying about Wanda, Wanda herself, you're actually getting to build a real um, character of Wanda now. And yeah. it's... I, I think only Age of Ultron did we start to... You know, we saw, like maybe the aggressives and the, we saw all sides of wandering at age of old one mm -hmm. and then we she sort of slipped away to being like a <laughs> marvel bless character you. yeah bless <laughs> you bless you but yeah so age of old one we saw all the sides of her and then towards the other films she was sort of put in the background mm, yeah. besides the stuff in um civil war with vision and wonder where they're sort of in the where she's um, put in the cell, mm. but then you you don't get enough of that. You know, you only get say five ten minutes of story between Wanda and Vision. And she's it's... one of the um, she's one of the ones that vanishes, right? Yeah, and that was As like well. one of my unanswered questions after Endgame. I was like, well, what happened? Yeah. What happened? Like, did she like where is she now? What's going on? And yeah. it, it's nice to get to see like. But there's so many twists it, and turns like it's never yeah. what you expect either 
is like every time you think that you're right about what you think is going on, it just switches. That's oh, yeah, wild. every single yeah. episode you nice think thing. something's going on, and then the next episode you're like, oh no, <laughs> is it this? Or like, oh shit. <laughs> it's very, very clever. Very clever. And there's also, like, say, there's also bits in it, especially at the end, you're waiting and waiting and watching those end credits and waiting for an extra scene or something. But I think sometimes Disney are trolling you because if you see what comes up on the end credits, you're like, why are these end credits doing this? You know, without any, I hope that, yeah, that's not really a spoiler, but the way the end credits change is very funny. Because not all of them, but there are some. There are some end credits of scenes. I have teared up so many times, like, me and Will will be watching it, and he'll just be like, well, that was heartbreaking. And I'm over there, like, sniffling. I'm like, oh, my God. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, Wanda and Vision is, like, probably my favorite, like, love story of the whole Marvel universe. And it's just... Uh... It does it a lot of service as well. Mm. The whole show, yeah. even up till now. Obviously, we haven't seen the, the end, but it's mm. really, really done a, a, an incredible job of just taking it that one step further that 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 i think actually both characters needed because we didn't spend loads of time with vision because vision again was was um age of ultron really but even then he comes in sort of yeah in the final third of the film so it's been it's been it's been really good i mean it's just really well written really really well written so i think i um, was oh. sorry go ahead I was just going to say, because this was obviously meant to come out after um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out. Yeah. And I, I, this is a prediction. and I might be completely wrong because we know that Marvel can, can do great things with TV. But I do yeah. think that Falcon and the Winter Soldier might be a bit of a disappointment compared to this. Because this is something completely different. And yeah. then I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be a bit more kind of classic Marvel style stuff. We yeah. think, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's a, it does. I mean, it's set up. Falcon and Winter Soldier is set up like an action series. Yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> and I was more excited for that than I was WandaVision. But I'm the same now. WandaVision is something so unique and so yeah. clever and so different that I think that's why falcon and winter soldier could be a disappointment but then also loki comes out in is it june oh, or july, july yeah july I i'm think. so excited for that that looks <laughs> that looks <laughs> like that's going down a clever path as well mm. because from the trailer it looks like they're doing something with um as well the other side as it were so life after death type thing and i think that's quite a clever take in the marvel universe yeah. mm. so yeah I mean, all I can say is wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. But I then was... you've got, like, Justice League coming up as well, Will, in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, yeah, great. Oh, God. The uh, Snyder I don't know if I can be asked. Four hours long for a what film I've already be... seen. Have they confirmed that it's going to be hour-long, sort of episodic? No, or is he just no I think it's just going to be four hours at once, isn't it? Four hours all at once, and you just watch I don't know if I can it be as and how you will. Speaking I of mean, DC, um, Amber Heard, have you guys have you guys heard that she just like officially got kicked from Aquaman oh, really? too? Oh, did she? Oh, that's really? good. What yeah. a shame! What a shame! <laughs> what's a what's an American white woman in Hollywood to do? Yeah. 
Oh, but yeah, Justice League, like, it's only f- like four, four minutes of newly shot footage, isn't there? So, I mean, <laughs> fucking hell, Joss Whedon must have cut a lot of that movie. So, there's certainly a lot of footage that looks new, but like you said, it's obviously stuff that was just cut out originally. Yeah. That's the reason why Superman looks so fucked up in the in the Justice League Joss Whedon cut, because all of his scenes were reshot when he had that fucking moustache. Moustache for Mission Impossible, <laughs> yeah. God, but then what about the the Jared Leto um, Joker uh, scene? Uh, you know, uh, we 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 live in a society, guys. We really do. I get I get sent that meme of the the guy from Emperor's New Groove at least once a week, guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, we live in a society. Oh yeah. No, no, it's kind of porn. Okay, one, one last point. One last point. Sorry, I've been trying to say this. Uh, I want I, back to Wandavision. I was just uh, like I, I wasn't sure if I'd like it because I tried to watch Agents of Shield and I just couldn't get into it and I was like TV shows aren't going to be as good as the movies and I'm mm. just kind of disappointed but I was pleasantly surprised at all same. the yeah well, I'm the same about Agents of Shield See what we have I to think about guys well. is that Agents of Shield was um is was made by ABC whereas WandaVision and all the new Marvel TV shows are actually made by Marvel so there's And it feels there. like it is important whereas Agents of Shield yeah. You did not need to watch that to yeah. to appreciate everything else going on in the the wider story. Whereas this, I feel like like is a really really important moment in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. whatever is happening here, like this is a big thing. Yeah, it's definitely gonna kind of tie into future things. To what's next? Yeah. 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 Uh, just one last quick thing about Justice League. If there's still no Green Lantern, I am ready to fucking riot, Zack Snyder. All right. <laughs> I mean, there was sort of half one, weren't there? Ugh, yeah, like ten seconds. Well, if that. So to be honest, there's never going to be another Green Lantern because um, he was shot at the end of Deadpool 2. Oh, you know, I haven't seen Deadpool 2, so... Uh... <laughs> Oh, oh no! It's a, oh sorry for ruining the end. Oh, you've, uh, you've, 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 yeah. you've you've ruined it sorry. for me. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm 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 I mean D, fucking DC. They're rebooting Superman. Why? Is that confirmed? Yeah, really? it's confirmed. Fucking J.J. Abrams. Fucking. They're doing it because they need to. They want to obviously. They're probably thinking that they want to push aside like Ben Affleck's Batman and and, and, and and everything that's going on in that and they want to focus on maybe Robert Pattinson's Batman or maybe yeah. I just, don't know. just 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 I just just shut it all down. DC I, just need to I, fucking stop. Yeah. I quite like I like Henry Henry Cavill's um right? Superman. I yeah, think me he's too. I think it works. Mm-hmm. I think you know obviously we've only had a couple of Superman anyway, and now they've redone Lois and Clark again, haven't they? Well, that's that, a new that's, version that's, of that. That's that's tied into the CW universe though. So that's he's CW been stuff. he's been Superman yeah. for like years and years already. Oh, in the CW of course, universe. okay. So, right, okay. So uh, that's, that's, that's fine. That, that is, that's a problem as well with DC is that they've got literally two different universes, and now now possibly three different universes. They've got the CW, they've got Snyder's Justice League era, and now this new joker um the batman you know all of that yeah. stuff and it's like just fucking sort it out nothing makes any sense nothing ties into each other oh. <laughs> <laughs> god 
They yeah. can't just just look at Marvel. Just look, know, at, look at what they've done. I yeah. would prefer that they just didn't try that because they can't do it. I think yeah. they'd be so much better just doing the single story films that are not connected to each other. Just make interesting films. Make the Joker. Make the Batman. They don't have to all be in the same universe at the moment. You know, maybe one day you could do it, but just focus on making good individual films. And then you're then making us, you know, you're giving us a platform to build off rather than trying to recreate the MCU, what they've done, the cinematic universe, you know. I think that's the tough thing, though, isn't it? Because everyone's seen how popular the MCU's been and how well linked together it is. Because the MCU, it can pretty much because of the way it's respected its characters by in a couple of films, <clears throat> it can pretty much do ever, anything and tie it all back together. And people are not confused by it. But when DC do it, everyone's like, what the fuck's going on here? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just too dear. rushed, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that was the problem. Yeah. Anyway, back yeah. to Sam. Sorry, Sam. I, I think also because Kevin Feige is a great producer and I think old writer and I think his Feige. Yeah. And he's had his hand in all of these and they kept the same writing team. Yeah. And I think also the actors are confident in the ideas as well Mm. because it shows on the, on all of these shows. It does show that they're confident in his ideas and what he does. And it, yeah, it's just having a good team, but then, all it takes is one good sort of amalgamation and this can happen in any of the the movie franchises or TV, you know tv side projects you get a good amalgamation of a good story a clever clever idea and good actors and any franchise can be brought up to a, a great standard mm. even using characters that would not be seen as main um, A-list characters within the franchises, so you never know. They could, mm. they could pull something out of the hat as clever as WandaVision You just got to see what happens. But I, at the moment, I would marvel quite, quite happily, because I don't know about you, but about, about you guys, but I was very burnt out after Endgame with with uh, Marvel. Mm-hmm. The but I'm, yeah. I, I'd quite happily just see them do TV shows for a couple of years. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, I suppose we're at the point where the Marvel stuff, Endgame was, and a good way to end a chapter of a certain Marvel storyline. So then, we know that there's new storylines and new chapters coming with some of the same characters, but having this break from the films has actually done it a world of good. Mm-hmm. I think we got Black Widow coming up soon, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a prequel story, isn't it? Mm. So, having the prequel stories, they're not actually going in any new direction. They're just giving us little bits in between. That we know of. No. I mean, we have yeah, no we idea. I mean, they could quite easily mm. chuck something. You know, timelines can be... Yeah, I think I think I think this 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 phase. Fucking what phase are we on now? Like fifty, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think this phase is going to be all about kind of multiverses and time travel yeah. and, and, yeah. and crazy crazy. Well, bits. 
It'll be the new Spider-Man film and Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Probably, that's the big yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Doctor Strange is going to be the one that... Well, that's what everyone thinks. It anyway, could be. Guys, I've, got, I've got to move us on from this. I've got to move yes. us on. I've got to. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God, yes, we really do. <laughs> Continue, Sam. What, what, yeah. what, else, what else have we been uh, up to? We've just been watching weird movies that I suggest. <laughs> and... Uh, finally watched uh, ReZero with you and um, I, I, I do enjoy that. I was skeptical because I'm like, oh, this is going to be another cringy anime but I think it's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, ReZero. It's probably the best anime ever made. I mean... I keep can... calling it RE-Zero because I don't know, I guess my brain is broken. My lizard brain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you're not, if you're not, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, uh, you just need to look behind me at all of the uh, figures. Yeah. Oh, and, uh... I, I assumed it was that. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really good though. Like, I mean, it's no, it's no B stars. But... <laughs> oh my god, you guys! I gotta tell you what Will did. Just real quick, quick story. Sorry. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's tell us. Funny. Tell us. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Go on. He sent me a Valentine's Day package, right? Um. <laughs> And he got a B-Star soap dispenser Ooh. in one of his boxes. And he okay. was going to send it to me. Yeah. This, uh, this silly, silly William, he sent me the tag that came off the soap dispenser. <laughs> in the package. The, just the tag. And not the, yes, and not the soap dispenser. And I was pissed when I opened it because I thought... I thought soap. when I went through customs, they took it or something. And I was like, what would they want with a fucking soap dispenser? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then Will's like, he's like, oh, um, I uh, actually didn't put it in there, and I was like, oh, oh. only oh, Will. Will. Yeah, so only I think, Will. I think, I think Will. what I did was I took the tag off and meant to put the soap dispenser <laughs> in the package, uh, but I put the tag in. I'm sorry. When did Who you realise this? Will? I realised this when Sam was getting angry about it, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that is You're really t- stupid. That's I'm really sorry. annoying." No, I'm sorry. You're telling me that this whole time, you didn't you didn't put the soap dispenser in the in in the box, right? That's correct. So where was it? I'd put it in a corner of my room here. So so you didn't that didn't compute in your brain. <laughs> Nope. You hadn't put that goes, in the box. It's not a big deal. I didn't. It. I didn't know no. I was getting it, but I was like, I thought it was gonna be the plushie or something, and I was like, where, where is it? What? What? I just got the tag. Yeah, the so, customs officer must have been like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah honestly, completely unrelated we, to anything yeah. else in the box. <laughs> just this tag. Oh my god! My word. I just thought uh, it was amazing. Funny, sorry. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's all that. He's he's done a box for Valentine's with a tag in. Happy Valentine's. Here's a price tag. Oh. He sent me an egg. He sent me a big like Easter chocolate egg, and it was like shattered into pieces. And I was like, did they really break this? And then they took my soap dispenser. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, oh man, this was just having a really God. bad day, and it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah just see. it was in pieces. I was like, oh, my egg. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad. <laughs> and there you go. That is how to be one of the great romantics, eh, Will? Yeah. yeah. It was so sweet. He, he's so effort. <laughs> it is. It, the thought was there. Yeah. I'm oh. not complaining. I mean, it's whatever. I just thought it was funny because I'm like, oh, poor Will. <laughs> I get confused, guys. Sorry, right. I'm, I'm getting older these days. 
I'm going to go next. Me, Mr. Monday. Hello. 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 (laughs) I want to tell you guys a story of pure robbery. As we all know, see, I've I've started it excitingly, but as soon as I say, as soon as I say one word in this next, in this next sentence, you're immediately going to switch your ears off. As we know, as we know, the uh, Eurovision Song Contest <laughs> is happening soon. <laughs> have, we, have we had a toilet break yet? <laughs> yeah, we have had a toilet break. <laughs> and as we also know, I get quite involved in some of the larger song selection processes that happen around Europe. Mm-hmm. And recently, me and Sam 
Uh, Sam willingly watched with me the Norway Melody Grand Prix, which is how they choose their act for the year. Now, one of my favourite songs I can I can think of in recent times was in this selection. It's by a group called Kaino. They were in Eurovision in 2019 for Norway. Had a great song. And they had a great song this year. And uh, we watched about three hours of this programme just for them to lose at the last hurdle against some stupid, gimmicky bullshit. Eurovision. <sighs> I was distraught. I was... Three hours of Norwegian speaking and not understanding what is going on. <sighs> yeah. I was very upset by this outcome. Uh, I guess the guy who won is like a big kind of teenager focused artist. What was his name? I can't even remember. <laughs> Tix. His name's Tix. Tix, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that many people will enjoy his, his song because it's just stupid. And he's got a stupid <laughs> pair of angel wings on his back. And I'm sure, you know... Oh, he's people... probably going to win your vision if he's like that. That's, they're usually the I gimmicky really songs that win. Jamo, really see, this, see this, 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 is, this, is what, this is the perception of Eurovision, but it's not the reality, guys. <laughs> you know, for the last yeah. five years, we've had very good songs that have won in their own right. You know, like Heroes by Manzermelo. We've had, even last, in 2019, we had Arcade by Duncan Lawrence that won, which is a very good song. And this this time, this age of gimmicky Eurovision is over. Okay. It? <laughs> it just... What was the one the year before that with the all the with the lady singing and it was just basically two lines. Was it "I'm not your toy"? That was it. Yes. Yeah, that wasn't gimmicky at Even all. Even that, it? no, that was still a good song. It had a gimmicky performance, but the actual song was good and it had a good message. Uh huh. You know? That you're not your toy. Well, it's all about female empowerment, <laughs> J-Mo. It's all about, you know, you know, all that kind of good stuff. You think this is a game, J-Mo? <laughs> do you think? Do you oh, think this is I just know. a music event, J-Mo? It's this is game. my life! This is a game! <laughs> do you think life. female empowerment's funny, J-Mo? <laughs> Are you a sexist? <laughs> I'll tell you what. If I, if I am, my wife will kill me. <laughs> yeah. Get her in here. I'll tell her all about it. <laughs> but yeah uh so i was very upset about this um oh, and i just that. hope that it crashes and burns in the semi-finals and doesn't get through to the final yeah to the final of eurovision i really I do he was distraught guys i i think even if that other song had won a bloody faith i think that would have yeah there was a great rock song in there there was a great rock song i mean just <sighs> norway <sighs> anyway i was i was mad too until the guy started to get emotional that he won and he was crying and i'm like oh it's all okay look at him <laughs> i mean i'm sure he'll i'm sure he, he's he's because kind of obviously been in eurovision before kind of been in eurovision before and this guy hasn't so i mean <sighs> anyway just uh need to get over it i guess just uh just get over it i told you there'll be more songs that you'll enjoy and it's so who's the next country holding their um, Eurovision So the songs? next the next the next country that I care about that's holding their next Eurovision final will be Sweden on uh, March the tenth or twentieth. 
Right. And that they do they do it bigger than any other country. They have four semi-finals, then they have a second chance final, and then they have the final for this song. Oh, so this one's going to be like six hours of Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> Strap yourself in, Sam. You're going to enjoy this. It wasn't. It's not so bad. It's just all the talking. I was just like trying to imagine what they were saying. Like, if they looked sad, I was like, oh yeah, my cat died yesterday. <laughs> like I was getting so bored with it that I was just making up, like ad libbing what they might have been saying. The things we yeah, do for little faces. <laughs> Uh, the thing is, they they do need to just put Will Ferrell in into it. That's what they need to do. He he was he he did have a he little. Did make an appearance, he did make an so. appearance in that in the in the Norway final. Yeah, he did. He looked did rough he? too. Yeah, he God. did look rough. Oh, he did. Did. Uh, oh that's cool. He's been stranded on an island for like I don't know ten years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's my music bit of the uh, of of the of the month there. I I, I was just uh, fucking. God. I'm sorry about that, mate. Thanks. I do appreciate it. <laughs> you guys got to go listen to that song just to see what he's talking about. I well, mean... Ben, Ben never sees my Eurovision tweets because he has it muted onto it. <laughs> yeah, still. Put it on the Discord. Glorious. I'll put it on the put Discord. The... Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. Put, it, put I'll... it on the Discord. It would the song that won would fit very well into an early 2000s emo pop punk album. So yeah. uh, you know. Anyway, oh, God. Okay, to moving on, moving on from music. There's no other music things really that I've been interested in that I've listened to this 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 month. So uh, moving on from that, on to uh, on to movies and TV. Uh, we watched Sonic the Hedgehog last night. Uh-huh. And, oh, uh, did you hate it? No. Oh. It's um, very kiddie. It is very kiddie. Yeah. It is it's obviously yeah. a, a movie for children, um, which obviously kind of means you have to throw logic out of the window for for certain that's, things. That's fine for you, mate, because you love the Scooby Doo films. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. The Scooby Doo films are not just kid films. They have adult jokes in them. This one does not. It's fart oh, jokes. Oh, okay. So it's purely just. There are obviously references in there for the Sonic fans that are of an older age, like Sanic. Actually, if you look at my uh, Skype picture, there's a little fun little scene in, the, <laughs> in there from from the movie, which was, I mean, really made me piss myself. Uh, <laughs> oh. All I, all I see is a, a silhouette in front of a. Yeah, I don't see it either. Oh, do you yeah. not? Well, yeah. I, also I, I just know what you're talking about. So I also I posted it on Twitter. Funny. I also posted it on Twitter yesterday, so it's it's there as well. Sanic. Sanic, um, and uh, yeah, just some great moments. Uh, Jim Carrey is probably the highlight of the movie. He's really funny, yeah. there, actually. He's Very good. good. It's. I think I think I remember. I was speaking about this when I took, because I took me and Little G went to see it before I the remember, cinemas closed yes. down before the lockdown. Yeah, and I I really enjoyed it, considering I was expecting it to be complete rubbish. I thought it was <laughs> way better than a lot than it had any right to be. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, Jamo. I agree with you. I thought it was fun. It's a lot of fun, and all the stuff with Sonic in his little, you know, in the beginning, the way that Sonic starts to be seen by people there's touches of et about it and you know mm. not obviously on that same level of brilliance but yeah. there's touches of it does take from a lot of movies in terms of it you take a while before the people actually get to know who sonic is which i think is quite good i agree with jamo and i also thought the after credit scene was the coolest bit <sighs> Yeah. Yes. 
That is good. I'm just ready to see Knuckles because he was always my favorite. I mean, I just want to, I just want to see Knuckles in the movie. It was uh, just a, yeah. I, 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 I mean, Shadow the Hedgehog needs to come in some at some point as well. I think we just need like a big Sonic cinematic universe. But uh... <laughs> I'm sure that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that I'm was, just uh... glad that they uh, redesigned him because I was looking at like before and after because I, I, could, I couldn't remember what yeah. he looked like, and that would have been horrifying. Well, that first, <laughs> that first um, artwork of the first Sonic they came up with was awful. What the hell were and... they thinking? Yeah, <laughs> like, why would they do that? But then there's the actual Sonic in the film. You're like, oh, you know, you believe, you sort of believe it and go along with it because mm. they they kind of got the artwork as good as they could, I suppose. I also liked how his transition from like games Sonic to Sonic that is more recognisable for now yeah. was explained by him being a child when he was looked that way, and then him getting older, he starts to look more like Sonic from the more recent yeah. games. I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but no, Jim Carrey definitely the best part. Nice to see him in a movie again, I guess. Yeah. Recent movie. Well, I think being in a film where he's actually he's actually a little bit comic and um chaotic yeah. i think the problem is a lot of recent jim carrey stuff he's been either trying too hard or they've tried to put him in a role which is like his role from the truman show which is he will never the truman show as far as i'm concerned is probably his best performance yeah but mm. i think they either try to make him too zany and they don't give him a chance to be zany or they make him too serious and again it's too deadpan there's like a balancing act and obviously the sonic dr robotnik suits him to the t because he is zany but it allows him to be zany and didn't he apparently he did loads of his own ad-libbing for that role as well didn't he oh i don't know maybe apparently yeah apparently there was this thing he was saying like most of the scenes they gave him like the the i the lines and that but obviously he made the character yeah. he it, he basically had a free um role within the character he had to a lot make of creative freedom yeah 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 we want to do yeah i was happy to see him in the end uh look like the dr robotnik that i know <laughs> with the huge yeah. mustache like i was about to piss myself off and i was like yes he looks crazy <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh we also watched uh, detective pikachu uh, yeah, oh, yeah. As well. Yes, that film's brilliant. I love the film, but I definitely have my problems with it. Oh. But Sam did explain these away to me as if they weren't how they were, then there wouldn't be a story. Uh, I just, I don't know if when did when did Detective Pikachu come out? Twenty nineteen. Couple of years ago. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it a bit more candidly than I would if it was re- more recent. I just thought. I mean, it's so cool, right, to see Pokemon like in real life like that <laughs> i mean some of them Please do look horrifying them. but like some mm. of them look i mean pikachu looks so soft god <laughs> so soft. i want his fur in my face immediately uh <laughs> but yeah okay. that doesn't sound at all right then. Uh, my god there's Can some the revelations <laughs> But yeah, I just thought that the, 
God. <laughs> it annoys me more than it should, I guess, that the final battle isn't between two Pokemon. Right? I mean, it is, but it's also not. And it really irritated me that it just couldn't be between two Pokemon. <laughs> but then the movie isn't really about that, I guess. So there wouldn't be the story if it was just the Pokemon. But just... Ugh, really, it really irritated me. But I also like the parallels between this and obviously the first animated Pokemon movie. Yeah. And what also really annoyed me, beyond belief, is Mewtwo's voice. Why does it sound like that? It shouldn't sound like that. It sounds ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> but other than that, really, really cool to see all these Pokemon like in real life. And I, I really loved it. And just uh, Ryan Reynolds is obviously perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah. I struggle with Ryan Reynolds. Why? What's wrong with you? Oh, yeah, don't say anything <laughs> wrong about Ryan Reynolds. Okay? Like, it's a pretty touchy subject for Will. It's <laughs> nothing against him as, as a person, but I just can't see through the character he's playing i just hear and see ryan reynolds do you know what i mean i hear i hear deadpool the whole time yeah yeah (laughs) like he just like he has become one of those actors for me now where he's just got one thing you know like he just he speaks the same way he's and i just think oh yeah that's ryan reynolds i will i don't sit and think oh that's pikachu oh no it's, it's ryan reynolds yeah but that's just me. I yeah. hadn't seen this movie before, but when we watched it again, it was like watching it all over. I was like, oh, look at the Psyduck. Look at the Bulbasaur. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> the Pokemon I think they did a really cute. good job on it because when they first announced, I was thinking, oh, my God, a live-action Pikachu film. How are they going to pull this off? But I think they did a really good job of it. I think it's, um, in terms of the animation, especially for the actual Pikachu, the um pokemon themselves Mm. i think they did a really good job of pulling it off and the amazing thing as well you know all that main area of pikachu or this i've forgotten the name of the city that was all yeah that's it and that was all um that was all filmed in london so that building that really big building is the leadenhall building and it's in the city of london there's this street and it's got all these um these buildings that look a little bit futuristic-y, um, that's where it was filmed. I'll be honest, that did take me out of the, it being a fictional city when I saw the gherkin just sitting there. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can, yeah, you can <laughs> see it. Yeah, there's the gherkins there. Yeah, and I it's, but they've done a good job on it, and I I can't wait to see if they do, are they going to do a sequel to it. Yes, yes, I, I do believe so. Yeah, no, that's good. I think so. I'll just double check that actually. Detective. I... Sorry, continue. No, I'm sorry. I, I keep interrupting you guys. <laughs> um, I I understand why they couldn't have more of a variety of Pokemon. I mean, because that would have been a lot more work. But I kind of mm. wish they had. They did. Because you just see a lot of the same ones like on the street. Because yeah. the whole movie, I'm just like, oh, that's uh, that's Bulbasaur. That's uh, whatever that one's name is. Like. <laughs> But I wish that there had been more. But seeing Psyduck was worth it. Was worth just it all. Wish, <laughs> I just want to see Mimikyu in real life. just want to see him. Please. Please let me see Mimikyu. Please. He's the <laughs> best. Oh, but yes. Yeah, good movie. And uh, we've watched a lot of movies um, this, this month. I'm looking through my uh, letterboxed reviews. Uh, I watched all of the Mummy movies. And The Mummy Returns is the best one. Yeah. 
which yeah. is good. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and then one last one I want to talk about. It's called Vivarium. Oh, God. Right? It's got... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. It's that got, movie. It's got... Uh, it's got uh, what's his face? It's it called it? Vivarium. Yeah, it's got yeah. Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg in it and Imogen Poots. Oh, you've already lost me. Don't like Jesse. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Imogen Poots, which is a hilarious name. Uh, yeah, it's about like these. This couple are looking for a house, I guess, and they walk into a weird estate agent's, and there's a weird bloke in there that takes them to a weird housing development. And shows them around a weird house and then leaves and they are stuck in the housing development, essentially, is the right. is the gist. Alright, so it's one of those kind of uh, weird movies. <laughs> it just kind of uh, t- felt like a bit like an episode of the X-Files, really. Um, I guess I can't say too much without spoiling it, but... Uh, That's like a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. It's been out for a while, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think they basically they have to raise a child to be released, I guess. And it's just so strange. It's a very tense movie that never it just kind of has you on edge the whole time, you know. And uh, yeah, it's just it was just I don't know, it just really got me thinking. I guess just made the old mind grapes move a little Work. bit, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mind grapes. <laughs> what? What's a mind grape? I've never heard that. It's a, it's a 30 Rock reference. Oh. Hey, my 30 Rock fans out there. Big up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, Vivarium, you should watch it. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, that's one of the weird movies I forced Will to watch. <laughs> I, I, like, I like thriller movies and, like, psychological thrillers. Mm. And... Yeah. It's a give and take. Like, so I'll make Sam watch Star Trek, and she'll uh, then then we'll watch a horror movie. It's like a compromise. That's good. That's good because <laughs> it means you're coming out of your comfort zone then. <laughs> Unless it's dark outside, then we can't watch horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> which which it is ninety percent of the time. Once I'm like settled and ready to just sit down and watch a movie it's already dark we, there, we, so. we, we, we watch horror movies in the dark i just have to you feel brave <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> anyway last thing then i want to talk about destiny i want to talk about destiny i want to talk about destiny as we know Destiny's the only game i play anymore and uh recently they just uh released their new season and so seasons are like mini expansions i guess in between the big ones just to give it new content, things like that. And the new season's really good. Lots of great story-based content in there. Every week there's a new little chunk of uh, story-based content to uh, to grab on, to hold of. But they also released a new exotic weapon quest. Now, these are big, hard quests, hard missions. Uh, they take a while, but you get a really good weapon out of it at the end. You know, your work is rewarded with a, with a cool weapon. Um, but this one was unlike anything Destiny had ever done. And I was scared out of my fucking mind. <laughs> I don't play horror games, as we all know. Uh, you know, my stream of uh, Resident Evil was a huge success because it definitely happened. Um, and uh, I don't play scary games. <laughs> but this mission... I forgot oh. about that. <laughs> yes. But that didn't oh. happen. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this mission was terrifying destiny hasn't done horror before 
but we found out it does horror very well and uh yeah, yeah. I, I was terrified uh-huh. the whole time very scary yeah. it kind of harkened back to the flood in the halo game missions from what i've seen you know it was bungie kind of leaning on their horror roots in in those moments of games to create something that was even more terrifying and uh yeah it was just scary it was very hard it took me and sam about four <laughs> hours i think to do uh we yeah. went we went into it thinking oh yeah pop this out no, we, no uh, we were roaming around in the ducks trying to get like into the little the ship or whatever, and all kinds of creepy noises are going on in the background. And usually, Will leads when we're going. <laughs> um, and he was, I was trying to like look around, and he was always right behind me. <laughs> and it's a small enclosed space, and like I was just like, oh my god, Will. Like I would, I would go to a different part to try to figure out what we're supposed to do. He's just like, where'd you go? Where are you? <laughs> oh, my God. oh my god. It was genuinely yeah, scary, it was... really. Yeah, it was creepy. Well for him it was. I mean I you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we yeah. were we spent like thirty minutes just trying to figure out how to get in and and it was it was so simple too. I felt we felt like such idiots. <laughs> oh but yeah, no, Destiny's really hitting its stride in the in this uh, in this year of content and it sucks. But they really need to fix like the new player onboarding kind of process yeah, yeah. because yeah. being thrown into destiny is a is a nightmare you know yeah. i'm just now starting to understand it like i didn't even know that you could <laughs> i didn't even know that you could put like mods into your armor to help you with stuff until like a few weeks ago it really <laughs> does over 100 you. hours it really doesn't help you with anything yeah. like it, it just like I... you get that start mission and then you're in that's just yeah. so stupid, isn't it? Mm. It is. It's tough. I I can completely appreciate that because I tried. I think we spoke about it a couple of podcasts ago. I tried to go back yes. in and I was completely lost. And it, I hear what Sam's saying as well. It's just mind-boggling. You're just at a point where you go straight in and then you're put straight into these missions because obviously after you get your um, light level up to so you can be on the same level as other others but it's just so um daunting i would say mm. yeah if i didn't have him with me i wouldn't know what to do half the time yeah but that weapon is well worth it it's so cool it's like an old tiny rifle mm. i got the ship too that like matches it it's... it was worth it all that time it was fun it was a good time though that's the best yeah. thing about Destiny is these is these the harder activities, the mission like the, the those exotic missions, the raids and stuff, where you're figuring things out as you go along, and there's little nuggets of story around. And I don't know, I think that's what Bungie does really well. But mm. they also do a lot of things really shit, which is why <laughs> Destiny isn't as popular as it could be. Yeah, I think, but also um, you can tell how great a game is by the amount of people trying to copy it within their games yeah so it's funny you mentioned destiny because i started playing that other thing this weekend the square enix one (laughs) don't even don't yeah get me started on that (laughs) i know i'm the same i was just like what the hell they've taken destiny and gears of war and put it together oh no i didn't get a chance to play it man my oh. computer was over here sounding like it was going to explode. Oh, oh. It crashed I've... about six times. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I was about to go full on rant into it because I've, I just, I don't like it. I think it's, but I've only played the demo stuff. I could be completely wrong and everyone starts playing it, but I've played a couple of hours of it and I just don't like it. What is this? I, Outriders. Oh, Outriders. No, we're not missing, I'm I mean, not I've missing anything. Name, but... It's, well, it's I'm, I'm basically quite... Gears of War meets Destiny and, uh... you know... It's big open, like big open. It's by it's by the developers that did Bulletstorm, so I'm sure the gunplay yeah. and stuff will be good. Oh, the gunplay's fine. I just it's, <laughs> it's not fine. enamoured. It's just fine. It's <laughs> nothing to write home about. It's just, but Meh. yeah, I, yeah. I, you know what I mean. It's just yeah. I think the good thing a about difference it. between the quality of Destiny compared to you know that it's a quality game you're going into even though it bewilders you this mm. outriders again it's taking loads of copy stuff from it but yeah go on will i just think it's obviously worth pointing out that outriders is not a games as a service game it is a just an experience that you'll experience once and then that's it they're not going to add things to it there's no microtransactions oh, it's, really? just, it's just a single well not single player it's a single player or Jamie co-op no, just a, single, yeah they're single doing like co-op uh, I thought I was of the understanding this was going to be a bigger thing. No, so it has Destiny uh, uh, in its DNA and in, in its systems yeah. and like its loot systems and things like that. But it's not a games <coughs> as a service game. It is a it's a, like a one time experience, like a you know any like Bulletstorm or Gears of War. We were gonna play it for like a video for Will, and I was just getting so mad because I couldn't even get past the character customization until like, and it would just keep um, crashing. Yeah, they had loads of server issues, didn't they, with the demo initially? And then you have to have a Square Enix account to link, so I had to make one of those, and then I couldn't get it to link, and I was just like, this is annoying. It's a lot of work <laughs> to play a fucking demo, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I think, that's, I, think that's, uh, I think that's me done. I can't think of anything else I'd uh, like to talk about. Obviously, uh, Rip Anthem. Well, talking of Destiny, goodbye Anthem. Yeah. You tried your best, you failed, you ruined Mass Effect Andromeda, and we all hate you for it. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go, that's another one that tried to do the Destiny thing. And actually, I didn't mind Anthem. I thought, initially, I quite enjoyed Anthem, There was actually. a cool concept there. Yeah, the, the, the system was there, but... just the story and um, yeah. and the rest of it. Like, the flying, like Iron Man, nailed it. Mm. Everything else, mm. Just yeah. lifeless and boring. I like the actual the hub world, the bit when you're in the first person view. I really See, enjoyed I just, that. I was the opposite. I hated it. I, I, I hated the fact that you were just walking around. You couldn't even run. Well, they did but, fix that. You can run there. They did fix that, yes, <laughs> I know. But and, I, and then just all the characters were boring. And, yeah. I just think... Anyway, by, rip. Yeah, rip. I think Bioware need, yeah. to, need to focus on Dragon Age and Mass Effect and uh, just forget yeah. about games as a service yeah. games forever and don't make Mass Definitely. Effect Andromeda a service game. Yeah. Oh, well, we we'll see what they've it. done when they release the um, the remaster collection, because that's obviously a step in the right direction. Oh, that's, so. is that, that's May, isn't it? Is it yeah, yeah, so okay. it's not long. Yeah, not long. Yeah, okay, well, that's me done. My song is uh, is uh, Monument by Kaino, which should have won is the Norwegian the... National Selection, <laughs> but it didn't. I thought it was. But it's a great song, so uh, enjoy and, um, you know, just think of what could have been. Oh, no, 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 no. 
Nazara Nation. Oh, hello. Hello. Hello there, you all right? Oh, not too bad. Oh, nice, nice. Is it me? <laughs> it, it's you. It it's could me. be you. It could only be could me. Be. Yeah. We've all been waiting for this moment. Have we? We have. <laughs> 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 There's been a lot of stuff that I, that I, I... There has been so much stuff recently that I've wanted to talk about. There's been new music. There's been new games. There's been, there's been obviously, WandaVision as well, which I'm so glad we talked about. Yeah. There's just so much fucking stuff that I want to talk about, but I've only picked two things because I want to talk about them. Okay. And it's two, and it's two games. <gasps> um, yeah, exactly. Um, one of which I'm sure people have uh, heard about recently because it's been very successful. And another one, the second one I want to talk about, is a bit of a redemption story for a game. So, and no, it's not Cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't redeemed itself for me yet. Um, yeah. So... The first game I want to talk about, I'm sure a lot of people have been seeing the name Valheim online. Yes. I, I don't know what this is. So you, yeah. I've, all I've seen is like the name coming up and like it's all Vikings and stuff. Yes. So Valheim is um, a, a, a survival game. It's a game that's like Rust um, with a Viking mythology paint of coat. Uh, coat of paint, I should say. Paint of coat. <laughs> paint, of coat. Um, <laughs> paint of coats. Um, you could have a coat in a paint. You could. You're not wrong there. Um, but yes, it's a survival game that's um, third person. It's got this really... Um, it's, it's, it's both really pretty and also kind of pixel graphic sort of thing. It's like... It's got this amazing lighting system, but also quite a um, pixely textures and stuff. But it actually kind of looks really pretty um, because of that. And it's basically, like I said, it's a Viking theme. Um, you're dropped into a world um, that is procedurally generated. So every 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 player's world is going to be unique. And yeah, it's a it's a survival game. You know, just like Ark, just like Rust, just like any any of any of those other other games where you have to craft things and, and survive. Um, but it does a lot of things really well. Um, and I, I'm sure people have seen that this is this is. I think it's just gone past four million sales in God knows how many lot how short a time period. Like in, a, in its first month, I think it just came short of uh, 4 million sales on Steam, which is incredible, especially for an early access game. Yeah, that's um, crazy, because yeah, it has only been out in a short time, and yeah. I, I think it's only two, three weeks, isn't it? It's it's some ridiculously short amount of time. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's at its core, it's just a very well-made survival game. It takes a lot of systems from other games of this genre but it basically just does them really well. Um, you know, there's 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 lots of different biomes in the game, um, and each one obviously has its own unique enemies, materials to collect. Um, the game actually has a lot of um, open water and lots of there's a, there's a very large um, ocean, so building rafts and boats and ships to traverse is really important. Um, but the actual systems are the thing that really make this gameplay 
really um, easy and fun. Um, like for example, the 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 uh, building system is just so well crafted. Pardon the pun. Um, and it's really easy to understand. It doesn't it doesn't punish you like other games. So like if you accidentally place something in the wrong place, in another game. You know, you might have to switch. Oh, I've, I've placed that the wrong place. Okay, I have to get my axe out and then chop that down. And then, okay, right. Doesn't do that in this game. Place it in the wrong place, no worries. Just delete it, place it again. No need to switch to another tool. You know, you don't lose all your materials. Mm. It's the same with the tools. Um, all the tools in the game and all the weapons and the armor and everything can all just be repaired at the touch of a button at the right workbench. You, know, you don't need to go and recraft a broken tool. You don't need to go and spend more resources repairing tools all the time. It just lets you do it and lets you keep going and lets you keep just going on with the game. It's similar with things like the health and the the food and um, like like in other other survival games. If you don't eat, you will die. But in this game, it doesn't kill you. It just it just means you go around with minimum stamina and minimum health. So you can still go around, but and it and it will also still reward you for having food. You know, you you know, you'll get more stamina, you'll get more, you'll get more, you'll get more health, and you'll get some buffs. Um, and all of these systems, they really, when you're going around and you're not being punished for making mistakes or or you know for things happening in the game like tools breaking you're not being punished mm. the game is just letting you flow mm. you know you, you're not being punished for not carrying food on you 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 you, you know you, you you're just going to be like okay yeah i'll just have like very minimum stamina right now um it really just lets the game flow so quickly and i think that's why it's been very popular because it's so easy to play it's a very chill game you know there's a really really like i said it's a really pretty game there's also a really nice um soundtrack in the background which is, which is really nice um and there's also i mean with the uh, crafting system there's also like tier systems so every time you go to a new area you can unlock new materials and then you get new tools weapons and stuff so there's like that sort of progression sort mm -hmm. of thing thinking yes okay i get to this area so for example um uh, it's quite early on you'll get to a stage where you can make bronze bars and that'll let you have new tools it'll you know you can craft um nails from it so you can make carts and boats and it's all just like there, there's this tier system just sort of keeps you progressing um they've also handled the difficulty very well you know it's kind of when you when, when i say like it doesn't um punish you for not eating it doesn't punish you for put you know you know, it really easily lets you um, craft things and stuff. But actually, the difficulty of the game is very, um, is, is actually very well balanced. Um, it's, you know, the combat is, is, is quite tough, actually. It requires um, good parrying with shields. Um, each enemy is going to have, like, different resistances and vulnerabilities to certain damage types. So, like, there's, there's like, skeletons in the game, which spears won't do will do really crap damage because they do piercing damage but a mace with bludgeoning damage will actually do a lot more so there's there's sort of that layer to it as well um there's all these like uh there's, there's actually a really interesting buff and debuff system so at night time you'll 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 be cold which will drastically hinder your stamina regen if it's raining or you've been in water wet which does exactly the same thing so like you can get these scenarios where you're out at night and it's raining and 
your stamina region is so low that you're actually you're in a pretty serious place where you, you think oh shit i really um like if you've got a whole horde of monsters chasing you you're you're, you're pretty fucked yeah um there's a shelter system in the game where you have different sort of comfort levels you know if you if you're just underneath a rock outside and you've got a, a fire fire near you might have a comfort level of two or three but if you're indoors with a nice bed and a, a, a rug and stuff you've got a comfort level will go up and that will mean that like you're rested buff which means your um, stamina regen is better and your health regen is better you, you'll have it for longer so there's, there's all stuff like that and it really creates an engaging rewarding experience um, which only really me- uh, punishes you when you mess up. So, you know, it doesn't, you know, I'm not going around thinking, oh, shit, you know, I've died here, but, um, you know, it's my fault because I didn't bring enough food or it's my fault because I'm not thinking, oh, shit, I couldn't re- repair my thing because I had to go all the way back and get my tool and go and do this, do that. Yeah, um, yeah. Even does even does things like when, when you die, obviously your body drops um, and you actually get a buff when you go back to your body and collect your items. It gives you like a 30 second buff called corpse run, which reduces your stamina use of running and jumping, which I think is a really cool idea because like, yes, I might've just been killed by a massive troll and I've got to go all the way back there with all my stuff on my body. And as Mm. soon as I pick that all up, I'm not going to be able to sort my stuff Mm. out, you know? Mm. So it gives you that, it gives you that buff to be like, Oh shit. Yeah. Run away, run away, run away. Yeah. Um, so lots of cool stuff like that. Um, it does sound really cool. And, I, I like, and yeah. all of that, all of that is great. And like I said, that is that is the core game. But you know, you've got to have something that's pushing you forward. There's only so so much that you know getting to next tier levels of tools and stuff will get you. But the game has five bosses that you have to defeat. So that is sort of the main. Um, the main driving force and that is that is the main goal of the player is to is to find the five bosses around the world and they're all obviously um uh, themed around uh viking mythology and stuff um and they're so, all go ahead Jamie. just just quickly on the bosses because the way you've described the survival thing and then you've just said the five bosses all of a sudden that's come into my mind is breath of the wild mm. Because yeah. Breath of the Wild had a lot of these, it almost gave hints that it could be a survival game, but it wasn't. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Absolutely. And it, yeah. the way you're describing it, it sounds so similar to that, but obviously with a bit more seriousness to it. And like I said, yeah, it, this game doesn't necessarily do anything new. It takes so many nice things from other games, and it just does them all really well in one package. So absolutely, yeah, stuff like that, like like I said, Rust. Um, you know, you've got the you got the 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 paint of coat of uh, like <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla, or you know, yeah. you know, there's there's lots of cool stuff, and um, the bosses as well. They're they're a really nice touch because um, you know they're all spread across the procedurally generated world and you have to obviously do certain things and find how you summon them um and then after you've defeated them basically you you take their head back to the um uh, a shrine that you spawned at um, at the start of the game and you offer it and you get a special ability from that boss um for example not re-spoilery because this first boss is so early in the game the first boss, when you kill it, it lets you um, have an activatable ability that reduces um, 
use of running and jumping stamina. So that oh can sort of help God, you yeah. for for about five. I think it's about five minutes, and it's a twenty-minute cooldown yeah. sort of thing. Then obviously you can you can sort of think, oh yeah, okay, there's four other bosses. What what will those abilities be? Mm. Um, and at its core, like I said, that that is that is the core game gameplay of this, and mm. I think it's so popular just because of that thing of it's it's just so well done for an early access game. It I actually genuinely think it's 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 one of the most complete early access games i've played on release i have been burned so many times by early access games and, yeah. and, and I, I said i wasn't going to play anymore but i remember that just, i was like oh, look yeah at you playing this game. Like, oh, how many... he's been sucked in i have been sucked in i have been sucked so in. how many years is it going to be in early access for have they have they given know. a there date is, a is it like a schedule there is okay. a roadmap, and it actually does look really cool. There's, there's, um, they have four updates, I think, um, one, and they've only given the names of them. One of them is called Half and Home, so I'm assuming that means more um, stuff for your for your buildings and stuff, more building materials, more more furniture, more things that you can make. The next one's called Cult of the Wolf, so no idea what that that means. The next one's called Ships and the Sea. So even more stuff for the ships and, 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 and stuff like that. And that's that's gonna be really cool because of how much like I said, how much water there is in the in the world. There's you know, there's lots of cool stuff that happens there that I won't spoil for people. And then the last one is a new biome. And then they've got another list of which they've said, if Odin wills it, we will do this. <laughs> so there's loads of stuff that they that they'll that they'll that they've got planned, which is which is really good to see. But at its you know, base level on release this is so complete and it's it's really impressive and obviously there's an online element as well you could you can play with i think 10 people in a world um you can do pvp if you want to but i don't think this is really the game for that um it's it's having played it now for a little bit and um really getting into i've, I've defeated the second boss in my solo game and yeah, it's just it's very rewarding when you hit that next tier level. Like I've 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 got to the third biome now, which is like a swamp, and it's just like the stuff that is now unlocked, and this is such a creepy area, and it's just it it really does give you that rewarding feeling that oh yeah, I'm onto the next tier. Let's let's fucking go. I'm gonna get the, all this new stuff. I've just un all these new recipes I've unlocked. You know, it's it's pretty great, and and and. and you can see why it's so popular mm. at the moment. I mean, so many, mm. I think it just it just blew up on on Twitch and people were just playing it all the time and YouTubers were playing it and it's just easy to play, but also has that really challenging, uh, engaging gameplay loop, which it's really cool. It'd be interesting to see if they bring it to consoles because of the the popularity. Yeah. Um, well, but, I was going to ask if it comes mm. to consoles because obviously. It is popular, and it is the type of game that would fit into the console. Because obviously, everyone is, um, everyone likes the um, the idea of it. The fact yeah. that it's gained so many, like I think Twitch streamers were playing Valheim a lot as well. I think yes. it's gone down yes. well on Twitch. So yep. you can imagine someone's going to pick that up. It it may end up being exclusive for one of the consoles. You never yeah. know. I mean, if Microsoft is smart, they can literally uh, say, "Hey, look, it's Viking Minecraft." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. 
really cool, really really cool. And I and I, and and if you haven't checked it out yet, you should because it's an amazing. If you like the sound of it, just do it because it is the it, at the moment it's looking like it's the right way to do early access. And yeah, it should be supported yeah. even nice. more because it's amazing. Nice. Right. So I I teased a redemption story. You did. I did tease a redemption story. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear what it is. I'm sorry, it's not cyberpunk. I'm just going to say it again. I'm sorry, JMO. That's all right. That's fine. You haven't hurt my feelings. One day, in a year's time, I'm hopefully going to be coming on and saying, Redemption story, cyberpunk's amazing. (laughs) It's fine. We don't... I think it's nice to have different viewpoints, but we will get to it at some point. I think, yeah, so that, I mean, that's all I'm waiting I've come away from updates, it as well because so. I'm waiting. It. Yeah. I'm waiting for the next patch after all their stuff got stolen. Yeah, I know. I'm waiting for the I next know. Patch, and yeah. then I'll go back into it. So, yeah. so um, back in 2017, I think this came out, um, I bought this game and there was, it was one of those that was had, had a lot of controversy. It had loot boxes, and the progression was being heavily based on them. The game required a huge grind, and if you didn't buy loot boxes, you were going to be fucked. Um, I was looking for a new game to play the other other week, and I was looking through my Steam library, and Middle-Earth Shadow of War caught my eye again. Because on the Steam page, it had very positive reviews. And I thought, okay, have they done something to this? Why don't I give it another shot? And it turns out that all of this controversial stuff had been removed finally after God knows how many years. I don't don't know when they they removed all this stuff. Last year, it came to Game Pass. When it went on to Game Pass was pretty much when the loot boxes went. Wow, so there you go, there you go. So, yes, I picked up Shadow of War again. Um, when I first played it, um, I just finished a playthrough of Shadow of Mordor at the time, um, which mm. I absolutely loved um, at the time. And I then picked up this game, really excited. I think you know the the E3 demo was really cool. Um, and I played for about, I think, I think when I loaded it up the other day, it said there was a 10 hour save on there. So I must play for about 10 hours and I was not feeling it at all. The, the loot boxes, the controversy that was going on, um, they all really put me off. Um, and the game actually felt too similar to shadow of war. Um, and, and I actually still do think this about that first 10 hours of the game. Because Act 1, which is this first sort of five or ten hours, is literally like a carbon copy of what we were doing in Shadow of Mordor. You know, none of the new systems were introduced in Act 1. The story drags on about something I don't even fucking know. Like, don't give two shits about <laughs> that. Like, you know, yeah. but I thought I'll stick with it this time because I'm, I'm going to, I want to really dive into this new stuff that they added. Um, yeah. And that is, yeah. And that is what happens in Act 2. Like, as soon as you end, enter Act 2, it really just starts ramping up. All the cool stuff comes in, you know, the fortresses. The nemesis system really starts to take shape as well. Mm. Um, the fortresses, I think, are the main bread and butter of the gameplay because that is where all the cool shit happens. 
Um, yeah, they were initially the main bugbear of the games, weren't they? Yeah. Especially they were the main bugbear, which is where the loot boxes came in because exactly. you couldn't get past the fortresses no. without having certain loot. Exactly, exactly. But now, going back, I mean, you know, obviously for people who don't know, you know, you, you have these you have these uh, captains that, that, that roam around uh, the land that is around the fortress. Then you have your uh, war chiefs. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that actually guard the fortress itself. And then they are all ruled by the overlord. Um, so the goal, obviously, is to take each fortress. I think there's about four or five uh, fortresses in each sort of location. And obviously you have to try and take them. Um, and you do so with your own uh, army. Um, and that was the main uh, thing with the marketing for Shadow of War was building up this 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 army of orcs to to take over uh, Mordor. But like you spend the first ten hours of the game just like going around doing a fetch quest and like <laughs> like doing something that's completely unrelated to to what what you know we all wanted to do. So it's yeah. not surprising that that back in 2017 I was like, oh fuck this, I can't be asked, you know. <laughs> but you know the, the 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 fortress gameplay is so much fun like it is so cool like obviously you got you got to figure out how to take each fortress so you obviously have you can recruit your own captains you can infiltrate them as bodyguards of the war chiefs or even the overlord um and they have to sort of go to a fight pit and fight another orc to see if they're they're worthy of being a bodyguard and if they come out on top then they've infiltrated um and even like if you have two or more i think uh, bodyguards on a war chief those bodyguards will lead him out of the fortress into the open you'll be able to easily ambush him uh, with those bodyguards help um and obviously like i said you've got your own army so you can upgrade it with lots of different units that are controlled by uh, your own captains that you assign to different roles in the army and then obviously you get down to it you've done all your recruiting you've done all your your um infiltrating and you've, you've prepped for this attack and it all goes off and there's this really cool set piece um before the attack where the overlord comes out shouts down at you your your uh uh captains are all, all speaking as well and it's all like you know we we know how good the nemesis system is and how clever it is um and how um they talk about things that have happened you know in the in your game your specific game they've got a copyright um, now as well haven't they? they've got and the it's now been copyrighted yeah. yes which which i do not agree with but you know um did you know that ea have the copyright for the ea have the copyright for the for the, for the conversation wheel that's why yeah. that's why in other games what, it's just a, mass effect yeah that's why in other games and like uh not made by bioware it's oh, just a it's just like a drop down oh. menu like in the fallout yeah menu. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's so I didn't stupid, know that it? either. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like some of the best games, like even I was literally just talking about Valheim. Like it takes yeah. loads of good stuff from yeah. other games and it just does it really well. And could you imagine a cool Nemesis system in an Assassin's Creed game? Mm. You know, uh, where you've got Assassin's, Assassin's Creed and... is crying out for it. Exactly. Absolutely like oh, they're just crying out for it. Yeah. <laughs> they're almost shooting themselves in the foot, I think, a bit with this, but. Anyway, I mean, it's it's still an it is an amazing system, and, and how they talk to you and how they remember things that have happened. Um, but the yeah, like I said, the, you get this cool thing that comes out, you know, with the overlord coming out talking to you, and then 
you've then got to go into the fortress, take the control points from the war chiefs, and then you go up to the throne room. You go and fight the overlord. And once you do that, if you defeat him, the fortress is yours. You can you can assign your own war chiefs, your own overlord, your own defences. You you've got to keep that fortress from attacks from um, from the AI that which will attack your your fortress just like you just did. And also there is a there is a online PVP sort of thing. It's not really PVP, but um, other players can attempt to take your fortress, but it all happens on sort of their client. So players don't actually affect your experience, but you can you can see if they they did um, successfully uh, take your fortress or not. You know, because they they'd be fighting all your all your overlords and war chiefs and everything. But I think that's quite a cool cool side thing. I think that's what keeps a lot of players playing it now. I think there's there's like a big yeah. community of people that still play for the yeah. for the fortress um, gameplay against other players, which is cool. But that's- I wasn't as interested in that. It's that thing, though. If you've got something, if you've got a cool mechanism in your game that other people don't have and it's not available in any other game, yeah. then people are going to come back. Exactly. Always going to come back to yeah. it. Always. Yeah. And it really it really pays to be prepared as well for these yeah. um, attacks because I think it was my second fortress that I did. I did not prepare for the attack very well at all. Um, I only sort of... I, I, I took the outer fortress defenses, but it was more that I just did not I did not prepare for the overlord fight. Um, I only took one orc in with me as my bodyguard, and even yeah. then he he just was not prepared for that overlord, and that overlord absolutely minced me. Um, and that sort of that took me back like so much progress. I had to start all over again with infiltrating captains, building up my army again, and I was like, oh for fuck's sake! But it was all my own fault. Because I, I, I hadn't, I hadn't, you know, I hadn't prepared. Mm. So the second time, yeah. I was like, right, I'm infiltrating four bodyguards. You know, I've got four bodyguards in there that that are infiltrated, and they all had. Um, I think the Overlord did had a fire weapon, so I made sure they all had fire resistance. Um, I gave those bodyguards their own little small unit of orcs as well. So I had this like, and then I think I had my own bodyguard as well, who was an archer. I went in basically with my own little small army against him, and he had <laughs> literally nobody because yeah. I turned all his bodyguards to my side. Um, I just and I, and I and I sort of prepared this time. I was like, right, I'm going to really look at his vulnerabilities and his resistances. And it turned out he was vulnerable against ranged attacks. So I was just staying back, shooting my bow at him, and my small force in this overlord throne room just absolutely minced him this time so <laughs> that was very very rewarding and that 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 was nice the yeah cool stuff about about this game and you know when i turned yeah. up for that for that second fight you know i walked in he was like oh you've come back have you did you not learn your lesson and i was just like <laughs> i fucking learned my lesson bitch. as as, as all four is... of his bodyguards yeah. turn around and like yeah we're with this guy okay but that was nice. that's just really fucking cool and 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 yeah and obviously there's there's other stuff in the game obviously there's obviously it's, it's a lot more there's a lot more rpg systems in this one compared to mordor um obviously there's lots of loot um they've got this whole like armor set thing going on where um you get some like legendary gear sets and they'll have like set bonuses so again like for that for that for that fight i knew this time i was like right okay if i take in a set a legendary set that um increases my poison damage because i think that guy was also vulnerable to poison 
um, or you know there could be another captain that's you know got, got a, a fire vulnerability so i was like oh yeah you know there's mm-hmm. there's lots of different builds that you can actually make in the game which again just really just adds to this gameplay um there's even like a uh, there's even some more not not crazy but there's even some more just a little bit more interesting builds like there's a there's an armor set that's like um it's based on like loot collection so if like it, it like in, i think it like increases loot drops and then when you run over the loot drops in battle depending on how many you've just picked up you will get like damage boosts and stuff so there's there's interesting stuff and there's all sorts of like tasks within the armor sets and you can unlock yeah. abilities and whatever um yeah it's 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 definitely been a redemption thing for me um it's been a lot of fun one, one, of, one of the big problems i had with mordor uh, shadow of mordor was the end game um which mm-hmm. was just so easy i felt like after i'd unlocked all the abilities the game just became the easiest thing in the world whereas with this game it's so much better like i've got pretty much every ability i want but i'm still dying to captains because they are so much more um fleshed out they've got so many more abilities you know they're a lot harder to kill and, and i really like that they did that because in shadow of mordor you know the, the, the nemesis system kind of got lost a bit because you'd meet this cool captain and just instantly kill him you know but with this yeah, one yeah they've, they've sorted out the difficulty at the end game and they still you can still have these captains that fuck you over and um and they even do they even yeah. do cool stuff with your own with your own captains as well like they can betray you um i quite early on in the game i was um trying to, I, yeah i was trying to kill a war chief in a fortress um, i was trying to sneak in and, and, and take him out and i just uh, recruited a i think they call them the olog high which is like a mix between a troll and an orc so it's like so sort of like a big like a big unit and i recruited him as my bodyguard and i was like oh yeah let's go i've got this big fucking dude that's gonna help me out and just as i'm sneaking into this fortress i'm on a rooftop this guy fucking betrays me turns on me so i've got this like five minute fight with this this massive troll dude on this rooftop that is like really fucking epic but like and it was really cool that this happened because um it just it was just a really cool 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 scenario and mm-hmm. it just happened completely out of the blue and i've had it again where i've had actually a, a group of captains like all from the same area they've obviously all like made a coup and they've like been like yeah we're going to overthrow you and they try and overthrow you so it's it's definitely worth a revisit this one um i think i you know what i think i downloaded it on game pass and haven't played it yet it I'm sure like, I've got it on my on the hard drive. So yeah, it's it's one of those where I I act cause like I said I love Shadow of Mordor, but I think I wouldn't ever go back to Shadow of Mordor now because this game has everything that I love all in one nice package mm-hmm. now. Like I I would go back and play Shadow of Mordor and and miss the fortress stuff you know i i I don't think i could enjoy shadow of mordor anymore this game for me is now the best one it's the complete game um apart from maybe the story i mean it is just so meh Hmm. like it really butchers the lord of the rings lore as well um they, they they could have done better with just like not mentioning when this takes place I think it's supposed to take place between the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, but Sauron's around, 
and he's walking about and everybody knows he's around <laughs> and she lob the spider is some chick who used to be sauron's lover and it's just like what oh the my God. fuck yeah it's exactly <laughs> yeah it's so just... do you think just on the nemesis system going back you know they copyrighted it and you know yeah. we've got this new tv series coming yeah oh no it's a lord of the rings tv series do you think they copyrighted it because they're going to put a game around that TV series? Maybe, maybe. I mean, this is Warner Brothers. I mean, they're kind of like, they're like the Hollywood of gaming, aren't yeah. they, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. they don't really get it. No, yeah. they don't. Like, like, like I said, with the even, even just with the law, it's like I had to just sit there and be like, yeah, I'm just going to have to think of this as an alternate universe sort of thing because this all just makes no fucking sense. <laughs> and like Gollum's in it, and it's just like, what? What's oh, he doing? Well, there's do? a Gollum game coming out, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 been a, a complete redemption for me. Um, it's I absolutely love it. It's so good, and like I said, that that loop of building up your forces, attacking a fortress, next area, building up your yeah. forces. You know, it is so fun. Um, yeah. and, and, and on top of that you've got this amazing, you have got this amazing nemesis system which just adds so many cool stories um, there's been so many orcs in this playthrough that I've just loved to hate there was this one guy who turned up and he was called like Tulu the singer and all he did was sing and I loved him so much <laughs> wait do that again Tulu the singer, Tulu, the singer. <laughs> you know, and he oh literally just turned up his, his axe Right, was a lute, and he would play this <laughs> oh lute my God. when he when he was when he was you're about to die, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I really want this guy on my team, so I turned him onto my team and made him one of my things, and then he fucking betrayed me. Yeah, this fucker betrayed me, and I was like, no, I love you. Stop trying to kill me. I want you on my team. You're my favorite orc ever. <laughs> but there's just so much cool stuff. Um, I, I do really recommend if you had the issues that I had with the game way back when it came out you don't have to worry about those anymore like all that controversy you know they have backtracked on it they have taken the loot boxes out the progression is not based on it anymore there's no longer a big grind it is a fun gameplay loop and like I said I think it's the complete shadow of Mordor shadow of war experience yeah, yeah. now I think it's I think it's it's you know it's similar to um, Battlefront 2 in, in some respects. How for me it's sort of redeemed itself. Like Battlefront 2 now has they've moved on. They've made it a really great game, um, and yeah, I would highly recommend people go go back and um, and play this one because it's it's worth it now. Like that that gameplay loop is a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, what's your song then, mate? Well, <laughs> I haven't got a Eurovision one. I'm afraid. Oh, that is a um, shame. Is it Tulu? Uh, Tulu the singer. Tulu, oh, no, I should have, rec I should have recorded singer. him singing. You're about to die. Um, <laughs> that, that's a great um, song choice. It is, isn't it? Um, Pale Waves released an amazing new album called Who Am I? And I've been absolutely loving it um, for the past week and a bit. Um, one of my favourite songs on the album is called Fall to Pieces. And that is my song. Said, what 
gonna lose love again Get caught up in my head And I'm full of regret I tell myself this time It's not about me, myself and I You forgive me for last night But you won't look me in the eyes Do we push Jamo, other than demolishing your house in the background, what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's because I'm I'm now up to um, yeah podcasting in the living room, so I've got proper good internet. Usually, <laughs> I hide myself away. So yeah, right. I suppose let's. So we've had a bit of a Lego influx, haven't we? We have. And, Inspired by your your Lego set, Will. Your all your Harry Potter Lego set. All your fucking fault. Yeah, it is. So I suppose let's talk. But me and me and little G, we bought a couple of Lego sets at the start of last month. We've got loads of Lego. Like Lego is big in here. So, but we I bought the Lego Technic McLaren um, GTR, which is an amazing build, really, and it's good size. And the price, it's quite a low price set for the size of it. Mm. But little G got the Lego Mario set, and oh, yes. oh my god, how cool is this! In fact, if you don't mind, I think I need to get the expert onto the podcast. Did it? Yeah. Can you hear that in the background? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you guys don't mind, I'm going to pass you on to Little G to explain it. And obviously Little G will pass, once Little G's finished talking about it, 
we'll um, move back to obviously <laughs> other things. So come on, <laughs> come around here, say hello to everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Press Mario All on. All right, here we go. This is the coolest thing. So explain why it's so cool. <laughs> it's Mario. It's the Mario time. Hopefully, you just heard Mario um, say Lego Mario time. Uh, but but yeah, this is so cool. It is so cool. Like I don't know how they did it, but they made they made Mario. In, I, I heard, I've heard people say when Mario's turned off, he looks so creepy. But I don't think he looks that creepy. <laughs> it's just crazy like he um there's actually a phone app you link it uh through bluetooth to a phone app and basically you he reads these sensors which are full of like little lines and he he can scan them um so basically the the starter set is really good it comes with uh, you have to buy the starter set as well, so it comes with a pipe that that can start the course, um, and and a boss battle as well. So and then there's a Goomba. But yeah, it's so cool. But yeah, if you want to see more Lego Mario, go 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 subscribe to Little G World. Yes, do it. Yeah. Little G. <laughs> Right, there we go. We had the expert, and he put a plug in as well. Sorry. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very I nice. Think you're going to be out of the job, Jamo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll be podcasting very long. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I think uh, I think Little G is going to be taking over for me. It's going to be like yeah, it's going to be like a Star Wars thing. I'm worried now. It's all right because uh, <laughs> in, in in like thirty, well, fifty years time, it'll be all our descendants continuing the Frost Media name. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just a little Frost Media Junior podcast. Yeah. Frost Junior. Yeah, you got it. There we go. Oh. It can go alongside. It can go. Actually on... joined, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, I, we know you could join. Yeah, you could talk it all the way through. Anyway. <laughs> oh dear! So, the thing is with the Lego Mario thing, I'm amazed by how good it is. Like the quality of this yeah. Lego Mario set, mm. it's very well done. And the app, so basically, when you've seen they do these like random minifigures you can get, like you know, like Lego do the minifigures that are in a bag. Indeed, for an yes. unboxing video, it's on my yeah. uh, YouTube channel, the Harry Potter one. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, another plug. Nice one, it's working, this, isn't it? So they do like the Lego Mario ones. But whenever you get a new Lego Mario one, you scan it through your Bluetooth on, I think it's via Mario, you scan it, and then all of a sudden, there's this little, this um, minifig appears in the actual Lego Mario app on the phone so then you're sort of building your own and he's got his own sort of world area or mm. they've got their own sort of world area and you're building your own mario world within the app but then obviously in the lego set as well so everything interacts it's like 
no other Lego set I've ever seen. And obviously, you've got the expansion packs. So you've got like Toad's house that you can buy and obviously build and then interact with Toad. You've got a Yoshi one. You've got an amazing, the Bowser Castle set looks incredible. I think it's about £100 or something, but I, or it may be 80 I can't remember. The Bowser Castle set looks incredible. The the, the 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 Mario also interacts with the big um, NES set as well. That's it as well, yeah. yeah. So when you built that and you you scroll along it, yeah, it's there's clever stuff as well because they've got so basically the different color of the Lego bricks dictates whether it's fire, water, grass. Um, what's the other hazards? Fire, water, grass. There's another hazard as well, but. So basically, you put Mario on these different coloured um, Lego blocks, and all of a sudden, on his little screen on his stomach, it shows whether it's fire that you're on, or whether it's grass, or whether it's water. And obviously, Mario makes a comment as well. Um, it's just really clever. Right, that I really, really clever, yeah. I really like it. I think it's got it's there's a novelty niche novelty value to it. But also, there's something very clever and very cool about it. Mm. And you could imagine them adding other Nintendo characters to it. So, obviously, Mario is the only really interactive one, although he interacts with all the other like little characters because they've all got a barcode that you stick onto the back of them or onto a block, which interacts with the Bluetooth section on it as well. But you could imagine if they did a Luigi or they did um, a Toad character as well, and obviously it would interact, and you can imagine it being something bigger than it is. Um, but we also know how Toys to Life things have been, so it needs a big uptake on it. But my God, it's really, really clever. Really clever, really cool. Something, it just makes you smile. Every time you you use it in the little Mario Kart, it gives you it makes you smile. I think there's a lot of le- stuff that Lego are doing for kids um, around that kind of uh, app-based things. So like they've got a new music video thing come out, that's just come out that you can use is to that make. Vivi? Is it Vivi- Vividio? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's and go on. What's the other things? Yeah, so I think it is the uh, God. Yeah, video with a Y uh is the thing there and then you had the hidden side which was had an app that you could then use to to kind of uh look for hidden characters and hidden little things in in the lego sets you build so i think lego are doing a lot of stuff with apps including the adult stuff so if you buy like the um the art the lego art uh you've got they they have like a um, like a music track that you that that is uh crafted for that piece of art that you can listen to whilst you're building it that's so, really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. They're doing yeah. a lot more in the digital is, space. Yeah, they are. They're bringing Lego into the into the now more than this, because obviously I think Lego as a brand is one of the biggest brands in the world. But it does. It did have a couple of years where it was a bit stale and a little bit boring. Yeah. Well, I mean, they almost went bankrupt before um, Bionicle came out. So uh, Bionicle saved yeah, Lego. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's one yeah. thing we've not seen oh, about. Oh, what's that? Sorry, new, I've been interrupted. New Lego mm-hmm. Sonic sets. Oh in. yes. Oh yeah, the Sonic yes. set. <laughs> yes, the Sonic set. Imagine if they did what they did to Mario with the Sonic set. 
I wonder because it's obviously an idea set, isn't it? So hopefully they uh, they manage to do something cool with it. Because obviously, well, Mario came from an ideas set though. The amount of times that before the Lego Mario came on, there would be something linked to Nintendo. Hmm. They like loads of people in these Lego ideas thing have always done the Legend of Zelda, and they've always brought up like Hyrule or High uh, High. Oh forgotten the palace they've always brought up Hyrule castle or something yeah <laughs> and they've always yeah or someone i think someone did the village once in yeah. one of those oh, ideas thing it's definitely but, i mean like video games obviously are, uh, it's just like obviously mario has probably the biggest uh appeal i would say to yeah. kids and stuff yeah. compared to yeah. zelda and and and, and even yeah. sonic i would say obviously mario is a lot bigger than sonic so but yeah, I think uh, you know there obviously has to be the market there. But if there is, then they're definitely they definitely kind of take my ideas on board, don't they? You sort of well, they sort of dipped their toes with Minecraft and Overwatch mm. as well. They did the Overwatch sets. Yeah. And again, these were they they chose the video games they were going to do very wisely. They didn't go straight, and they could have done any video game like you say, but they chose the sets that sort of have an appeal between kids and adults and video gamers and works with lego at the same time mm-hmm. so there must be yeah they've done there's a lot of ideas there cool. so yeah that's the lego thing moving on so i do have one game that i'm just going to touch on but it's mainly movies and tv as well for me but there's one game i want to touch on because i've i've completed it and i absolutely lovely love it lovely it's, him. lovely it's lovely lovely yeah. well actually this isn't lovely at all you're an assassin and you're killing people so it's <laughs> the furthest away all the way through so i've been playing hitman 3 oh nice through it and so this hitman game is is pretty much the end of the recent trilogy of hitman games so they're separate from hitman blood money in hitman absolution um obviously they started out hitman one started out as like a um what's the name of it it was like an episodic game yeah they released it and like... then episodes episodically yeah <laughs> i guess that is the yeah. right way to say it yeah yeah. It's, yeah they did and then obviously they released the full game and what it did was it kind of brought hitman back to um a basic a simplistic level yeah because they kind of needed to didn't they because they tried something a bit different with absolution um and there was another there was another one wasn't there or was it just absolution that they i swear yeah i think there was another there was i can't remember but they needed to sort of go back to their roots a bit i think because they sort of strayed a bit far from the path of yeah. what a hitman game should be yeah and these ones this these games these hitman games they're sort of the equivalent to what um obviously completely different genre but they're kind of like to gaming what the recent planet of the apes trilogy has been mm. you know they've sort of been low-key but the quality of been of them has been so high. Yeah. And that's what these Hitman games have done. They're low key, but the quality of them is brilliant. Instead of giving you 
a whole like you have a story to follow but you the story is set across seven separate open world maps and within these well this is hitman 3 but every one of the games had about seven original maps and then you had missions to um play across between them and you'd have your your you'd have your objective which most of the time is to either take down a certain target in a certain way or you'd have another one where it would be take out certain assassins i don't believe it as i'm talking about this the bloody ice cream van the ice cream van <laughs> <laughs> that's an ice cream don't I? <laughs> The stories and the way the levels played out and each of the open world levels played out, it sort of turned... I'm finding this hilarious. I'm going to have to... Anyway. Yeah, cheers, Liam. Right. <laughs> so anyway, back to gaming and stuff. <laughs> so we Hitman Three. We had like it's basically you got seven of open world maps. You have a story that links to Hitman One and Hitman Two. The way that you do it, it's almost like a walking sim at time though. Mm. So, but a very cool, stylish, and clever walking sim whereby you have to listen to conversations very much like the old school Assassin's Creed games, where you have to basically just walk around and try and pick up conversations. Yeah. And each of the conversations you pick up gives you hints as into like openings for you to go and take out your target. Or the, And it's funny because as you walk around there's some actual mission stories you can do as you discover them. So they already make it easy for you to go and take out your target if you find the set um, missing, the set missions to do. But there's there's something very clever about it. But also there's a lot of like um, fun to it as well because you have to get certain disguises to get into certain areas. And there's a lot of secret areas. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm going to go and take out Mr. Whippy in a minute. <laughs> anyway, so there's certain areas that you have to have certain disguises to get into, which then open up another way of taking out your objective. And it's all very cleverly done. It's all, it's a lot of fun. Like a Very open, huge... isn't it? Like, yeah, you, really you, I mean, I, I haven't played it, but I've watched gameplay of it. And obviously you have those little missions that, that pop up, but they are they are so um, like, like optional. You do not have to do them. Like you could literally go over to a fruit bowl, pick up a banana and kill your kill your target with a banana if you wanted to. Like, yeah. you know, it's 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 amazing how open and, and how well crafted it seems to be like every single npc has its own um schedule sort of thing you know they, they're all every single one of them is all doing its own thing um the ai seems to be pretty good from what i saw yeah 
it is the AI is brilliant. Like there's certain areas where you're wearing a disguise, but because you're not wearing the right disguise in an area, they will say that you're trespassing. So mm -hmm. the worst thing you can do is actually combat them because you blow your cover. The whole place will come down on you. Yeah. Yeah. Whole thing just comes that that all your work to get into certain areas to get close to your target is gone by one stupid mistake that you make. But then once you learn each map, and this is a nice thing, once you've completed the mission the first time, you've opened up certain areas so you can start from these areas of the map. And also you start to learn this, like say Dartmoor, for instance, there's a massive mansion. There's lots of secret hidden rooms, like behind bookcases. Is that One... the second level? Yeah, yeah. That is a cool... That, that first... I won't obviously say what it happens, but I don't yeah. know if you even did it. Did you Did you take the disguise of the, the detective? Yeah, yeah. That is cool. How discovering... that suddenly turns into a... Yeah, very cool. That's Initially, that's the best way of doing that mission the yeah. first time. Yeah, really because cool. as you're the secret detective you're free to walk around the mansion and look for other areas but then as things sort of um as things sort of um what's the word as things sort of progress you realize that actually there's a better way of doing the mission mm. the next time around it's so clever and obviously because it's all done on scores and high scores and everything you don't want the pizza oh <laughs> oh man i'm being distracted now i know so, sorry sorry i'm being distracted yeah so because there's loads of um there's loads of ways of doing the missions once you've found certain areas you then go back in and there's a high score chart and there's online leaderboards and also ioi interactive who make the game they add missions within to within these um open world areas so every week there's a new weekly mission to take part in um because with a different actually, the game isn't that long is it if you just like no. go straight through it it depends on your playtime, but it took yeah. me six hours exactly yeah so it's not but it's more about the replayability isn't it how you know you can unlock different um ways to get into the mission and 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 um there's obviously like I saw a chart or something where they had a picture of every single possible way that you could do like the first mission. It was like 50 or 60 different ways that you could eliminate the targets. And it's just like, wow, that's that's where the replayability is for sure. The variables. It's got yeah. so many variables. It's fantastic. And certain levels, there's one set in, um, in China and... Like I know we've mentioned Cyberpunk a few times without going into it, but my God, the China level—it's mm. amazing, and it doesn't even have all the um, like the fact is it only has like a few NPCs wandering around, but those NPCs are far more important than having loads of NPCs in the area clogging it up. Yeah, and it looks incredible, but then. Once you discover where you need to go, the actual area is all underground. 
and there's a huge like second complex underground it's amazing it really is yeah. um pretty, i'm so impressed with it um and obviously they ioia interactive have now got the james bond license haven't yeah, they that's right yeah i mean you'd think that that's in good hands well you can imagine this i mean it's straight exactly. off it's very much like james bond already yeah. you have to infiltrate yeah. areas disguise yourself and there, there are gadgets and stuff yeah. like i there's there was a funny kill that i did where i had to pretend to be a, i decided to pretend to be a photographer to take out my target because mm-hmm. they were having a family photo taken so then i i set off so it's by a fountain and i i took a screwdriver and set off the i put a cut in the wires and then so basically as soon as i took the photo so they're all set for the family photo and it's all linked all the wires are linked to the camera because i'm the photographer i took the photo and i electrocuted the main target oh, and man. that was like my main kill and it is so you know stuff like that is really clever R- really it's rewarding really as well because obviously that takes a lot of setup yeah you, know, you yeah. have to take out the photographer you have to go and find the right uh, wires and stuff and then you have to set it all up yeah. and make sure you don't get caught and and then to have a big payoff because they've they, they said didn't they that there's a there's a lot of assassination yeah. styles like that that yeah, yeah. You, there's a lot of steps to get to it but the payoff is really really rewarding oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i think in terms of levels china is a great one but there's one in this massive um vineyard in argentina in mendoza and the actual way that that plays out it's hilarious you could do so many things yeah. there's there's like a wine press that presses the berries oh i've seen and that I managed, yeah. yeah i managed to get one of my <laughs> I lured one of my targets into the wine press they stood talking to me and i pressed the button and it squashed her <laughs> yeah. and she was like one of the targets because she was like another assassin um, wine, doesn't she? yeah it's oh, amazing. fun than just popping a cap in somebody yeah it, oh. it is it is yeah. and that's the great thing it is that but you've got to, like say you're walking around looking for these different ways to take out your targets and it's yeah it's just so funny but it's great it's such and it looks fantastic as well i haven't had any problems with it in terms of glitches or slowdown everything and these are these levels are have got quite a few um, physics going on to them. Different, you know, like you say, the NPCs have their own agenda. All of them are doing their own day to day. Yeah, it's so cool, just so cool. Nice, nice. And that's pretty much it. Just a couple of ones before I finish off. So I know Will on your audio fire podcast i thought was fantastic and i i i was listening to your chat about soul oh, and yeah. i just want to say i love that film yeah it's great i think sorry as i said on the show i think it didn't quite have no wait did i like I, I think it was a bit less a bit less kind of like pixar magic than some other movies it didn't hit me yeah but i yeah. still like it didn't make me upset or move me as much but yeah. it was really really good it's clever i yeah. think 
the subject of life after death again yeah. and like what happens i think that was your typical um your typical pixar type idea you know yeah doing something a little bit different and making you think a little bit but still being a disney film yeah i thought wait we finished watching it's a sin last night so me and Mrs. G watched It's a Sin. Have any of you guys watched this yet? No, but I can get my mum up here and she can talk about it if you'd like. What, what, what <laughs> no. is that on? It's on um, Channel, it's on channel, channel 4. Channel 4. So it's all set it. during... Yeah. yeah. It's all set during the 80s. It's all set about this group of gay friends in the AIDS pandemic oh, of yes, the 80s. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Really great soundtrack. Um, the thing about it is, and you know, there is a lot of like, there's a lot of sex in the first couple of it. Well, I bet there is, James. There is a lot. <laughs> but then on the other side it. of it, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, you watch it and then see what you think. But the, <laughs> the group of friends are like really good characters. It goes a little bit like This Is England and a little bit like This Life. Um, the characters are really good. They tell the story of what's going on really well. Um, and it's just fantastic. And it will make you cry because obviously they're going through a pandemic with AIDS, which at the time, I think I was about, I must have been a kid at the time. I think I may have been about 10. Yeah. And it was the way that they depict of what they actually did to people that had AIDS, you know, when they went to the hospital initially because they didn't understand it, it's quite harrowing, you know, and mm. we talk about this pandemic that's we're, we're hopefully coming out of, but what they, back in the 80s, because they didn't understand it, the way they dealt with it mm. was completely un, inhumane, yeah. and some of it is, but then you know, it is really, it's worth watching because this, to see what this group of friends go through. Um, and they're all like sharing this bigger, this flat in London. They all have separate jobs and everything. Wasn't it done by and, um, uh, Dr. Who Guy? Yes, Russell T. Uh, Davis. T. Davis. I was going to say, Davis. this, this yeah. is obviously a very passionate subject matter for him because he also produced Queer Eye for the Straight Guy in the 90s. Yes. Didn't he? Yes, yeah, and it does follow, it's that same sort of um, TV show. Mm, mm. But again, I think the characters and the story, and, you know, this is not, you know, it's got a lot of light-hearted and fun moments, but also when it needs to pull the punches and get it, to, does. it, it does. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't shy away from the seriousness of the subject. Um, but it's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Nice. I don't know if I don't know if you can watch Channel Four. Like, how available is Channel Four stuff? Well, I could. Uh, I, I try. I think I tried to share my screen with Sam on Discord watching Channel Four, mm. and it blacks it out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Need a VPN. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can watch it on HBO Max. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. And the um. The guy that plays the main character, Richie, he's in a band called Years and Years. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really decent um, pop band. Um, they they've only had like one album, but they're good. They're a good band. You yeah. know, they've got some good. They're a good pop band. Decent. But obviously, he's gone. I was just saying, yeah. they were decent, Jamie. Oh, decent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> decent. But they've um, they've only he's. 
he's a really good actor as well though you know because obviously he's the main character in the show and yeah he does it really well um yeah it's a like say a great series it's well worth watching if you can get hold of it nice okay so jamo what's the song oh sorry sorry ben yeah go on i was just saying i I think your tea's almost ready jamo (laughs) (laughs) your bench (laughs) your your new bench back there is almost built jamo god Chopping the carrots for the roast dinner. Lovely, very tasty. Roast dinner. I know, very nice. So there you go. You've had like full-on action in the tea household. Everything. Lovely. I apologise to any listeners who wanted a live action podcast. I think (laughs) you got it. (laughs) (laughs) On as well. Jamie, what's your song? Well, you know what? Because I was going to choose, I was going to choose a Power Wave song, but now Ben's chosen. He's thrown your plans into chaos. I know. So I'll tell you what, because I liked um, It's a Sin, let's do Pet Shop Boys' It's a Sin. Nice. Nice. Okay, well, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Bit of a marathon episode this time around. Lovely. Lovely for you. Don't worry, you'll divide it in two, won't you? <laughs> well, yes, thank you so much for, for listening. Almost said watching then. I'm going to combine Thank you, and we will uh, see you guys next month. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.